Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I'm located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. Hi, everyone. My name is Stephanie. I am a transfer name. <laughs> I was like, I didn't say my full name. My name is Stephanie Erlina. I am a transformational life coach, and I'm here in San Diego, California. We want to thank you. We want to thank you so much for listening or watching or both. Um, we often we do want to let you know at the beginning of the episode here, we do often mention the names Abraham, Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks. If you're not familiar with those names, Esther Hicks is a speaker and author who channels Abraham. Abraham is described as a group of entities from beyond our physical world who share their wisdom by speaking through Esther at workshops and speaking opportunities around the world. You can find out more about them uh, online by searching for Abraham Hicks on your web browser or YouTube, or you can also go to their website, abraham-hicks.com. Each week, we start our discussion from a different jumping off point here on the podcast. And what I just mentioned is what I want to talk about uh, today, which is that I understand that you, Stephanie, have no problem uh, with the fact that some people might consider the movie The Secret and Abraham and channeling an entity from beyond our physical world weird. And I think most of our listeners currently, at least, uh, don't have a problem with that. But I had a tremendous problem with that when I first <laughs> watched The Secret and the first time I saw Abraham uh, on video. And I, I think sometimes that one of the reasons why people, at least in America, because that's all I've lived and all I know, um, don't embrace the art of allowing and the law of attraction more is because it seems weird. Like in terms of how we're brought up, it seems like a weird, strange, woo-woo kind of bizarre thing and like if you're into weird bizarre woo woo stuff which san diego and los angeles california are like the capitals of that <laughs> then you're open to it and a lot of my friends that are open to all you know a lot of my friends that are into yoga and crystals and all this stuff they're all down with the law of attraction the art of allowing but um i feel like a lot of people in other places in america <laughs> um and, and you know people here as well but uh, I feel like they, you know, when they hear about it, I feel like there was a lot of hype when the, the film, the, the original film, The Secret, came out by Rhonda Byrne. There was all this hype, and the book was a, you know, nationwide bestseller, and the film did really well, and so it was kind of a thing. But I, I remember at the time, like when I watched The Secret, I had a little bit of an issue with it, but it was, it just felt so true. And then it started, and then I started practicing it, and it started really working. So I think I was sold pretty quickly. But I was like, oh, I sort of saw the secret like kind of happen in American culture, like it be in the media, people talking about it. I'm like, I remember at the time thinking, oh, like this is going to be a trend, mm-hmm. going to pass and people are going to like get over it and move on to something else. And I'm like, this isn't a trend. Like this is how the universe works. Right. Like how your whole life works. Yeah. All- <laughs> yeah. yeah. I- it's really unfortunate that this is going to be a trend and like people are going to get over it, you know? Um, So I was just wondering, like, I mean, I know our listeners, probably our current listeners and you don't care (laughs) that it seems weird to some people, but what do you, I mean, I just want to like sort of talk about that of like, is there, is there a way to make it less weird? Like every time I read that introduction about Abraham, who I base like most of my understanding of, 
those things on now. It's like there's certain, even certain friends of mine that I'm like, yeah, I listened to this woman who, yeah, mm -hmm. she walks up on stage at these workshops around the world and she gets quiet and she welcomes an entity from beyond the physical world into herself and they speak through her. Like even like a year before I watched The Secret, if you told me I would be believing that, I was like, oh. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, and I don't think, in watching the secret you know because i saw esther in the first cut the original the secret esther oh, yeah, yeah esther and um her husband jerry were in the film and um being interviewed and i believe that abraham spoke the whole time but there could have been a part where esther was speaking and then esther was speaking as abraham or abraham was speaking through esther um I, I didn't even know that's what was happening at that point. Oh, okay. I just remember liking what they said. And then thankfully my friend Nora purchased like a whole bunch of Abraham Hicks material and then shared some of it with me. And I started listening to it and taking it in. And I think because it just resonated, like you said, you know, it just with, it felt so true and right that I didn't even question it or even, you know, and I think that's part of your answer is like, there's so many people who are very logical based thinkers and that's it, you know? And, and so this type of feeling, you know, we both felt it right, that it, it landed with us. They don't get that. That's, they don't have that experience. And therefore that sounds ridiculous. How, you know? And so I, and as you were asking that question, I thought, Abraham says there's never a, a crowd on the leading edge. Yeah. So there's never going, if the masses are doing it. And that's not just about spiritual stuff or, or this sort of thing. That's about anything. Like when, when the, the newest technology comes out on the market and the new gadget is $3,500, a very small percentage of people buy it. <laughs> Like that's, that's sort of true for everything. Like the, the innovators are always a small group at the start. Well, and think about it even, you know, before, like we just take it, like we can fly across the country. We can fly across the world. It's, it's like, of course that's just, but there was a time in civilization, human beings that we don't fly, you know, there's, that's impossible. Like yeah. you're, you're insane yeah. and people kept trying and failing, but eventually it occurred. And now, how many decades later, do we just think of it as, so that may happen with this someday, mm -hmm. where it's more accepted, it's just not currently with the masses. And that's okay. I think, I'll never forget walking on the beach, I had my personal assistant business, I really wanted to be a coach. And it was, I remember hearing some, you know, famous writer, speaker, and they were like, you know, just, just how do we make a difference one person at a time and i remember picking up a sand dollar and like yeah i just want to help one person at a time like that's how we make the difference and i went and saw deepak chopra speak many many years ago and he gave this beautiful long hour and a half speech and then at the very end he said you know what let it begin with you and i was like all of that for that it's really that simple let yeah. me be the change i want to see in the world 
I agree with you. Like what, I mean, when I watched The Secret, I think when I watched this, because I watched The Secret before I found out about Abraham and Esther and Jerry. Um, when I watched The Secret, it was a mix of like, it, it felt true, but there was also a part of me, it also like the little kid in me was like, oh my God, I just hope that's true. That sounds awesome. Oh, really? That's sweet. And, and I think that's where the cynicism can come in also is like how amazing it is because I mean, I'll never forget the part of the secret where they talk, they talk about the story of Aladdin's lamp, which most kids in America grow up with. And it's like this, wouldn't it be amazing if you met, if you found a lamp, magic lamp that had a genie that gave you three wishes, period, end of, end of story. And it's like, I remember as a little kid thinking about that story and being like, oh my God, I wish, I almost wish they hadn't told me that story because now I want the magic lamp. And then of course, this is a fictional story. And then like, I'm watching The Secret and then, you know, they're explaining like, no, not only is it true and you have the lamp all the time, but it's infinite wishes. And it's like that, I understand it if people are like, well, that's crazy. Like infinite wishes, like, ah, that's crazy. I mean, because it is a little more complicated than that in the sense that, you, for whatever reason, you you are born into this body, you know, you're given this name as a kid and you're growing up and, you know, most of us don't know about it, don't know about the law of attraction until we become adults. So you are in this life and you do have some sort of intention to live this, your unique journey. So it's not like I can't, there are some, there are some limits to the law of attraction. Like I can't be someone else. <laughs> you know, if I said I wanted to really be exactly the person Tom Cruise right now, like that's not going to happen. But if there are things that Tom Cruise has that I would like to attract into my life for me, that's possible, but I can't, you know, so, I mean, I understand how people, you know, hear that They're like, Oh, you just get infinite wishes and being like, what kind of snake oil salesman crap is that? You know, like that just sounds like, but the other thing about Abraham is, and of course, Esther Hicks has made, you know, Jerry and Esther, I'm sure have made money because they have books and recordings that they sell and all this stuff. But like, she also is one of the few people who hasn't fought any of the you know, like book unauthorized recordings. I mean, people go to her workshops all the time, record, you know, the stuff she says, and they make it into a YouTube video. They just put a, you know, random graphic on there and they just put the whole thing on there. And she's never fought any of that stuff. Um, so she's given away tons of stuff for free. And so, I mean, you could, you could learn, I mean, you could study Abraham's words directly from YouTube for years without spending one single penny. Um, so it's not like, you know, it's, it's all just a, you know, the argument that it's all, it's just a financial scam doesn't work because it's like, well, then why, you know, why are they just letting it go everywhere? Um, but I do think like for me, when I heard, so what you're talking about, I, I didn't see, I, when I saw the secret, Esther and Jerry had been edited out of it completely. So I'm I so happy I have the original version because what happened, and I thought about this the other day is multiple times, Abraham says the word vibration, mm -hmm. you know, how long ago was this? I think it came out. It was at 2006. So it's been what? Four to 06, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been 16 years and, um, and so there was a conflict because, you know, Abraham is all about vibration 
And so they agreed to be taking out because they didn't want to have the word vibration taken out of their speaking in the video. And so they edited out all of Esther, Abraham and Jerry. And um, uh, thankfully I have the original version. It was 2006, by the way. Okay. And then, and then I was listening, I was watching something the other day. It's some big network of, you know, like I think maybe Anthony Robbins and a whole bunch of speakers of personal growth and self-help and all that. And multiple times they said the word vibration. And I was like, yes, because 16 years, and they have edited out the word vibration in a lot of books, like back in the thirties, they were editing it out. Um, I think Jerry had original, found some original manuscripts of a, a well-known book that was published, but he had the original manuscript and it had the word vibrations in it, but mm -hmm. the published versions didn't. For whatever reasons, that word was taken out of a lot of material. And, um, and so we have made some major leaps with that. Um, but... There's a lot of deprivation, I think, when you're talking about like the lamp. We only have three. Mm. Like, so I don't know where that story came from, but who put in three? Because we have an infinite amount. Do you know what I mean? So was it some human being that maybe the story was originally an infinite amount of wishes? And someone's like, can't have that. No way. You know, it's too much to ask for. You're going to have three. <laughs> And then it's so funny because the story always is they end up screwing up one of the wishes. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, like it's always, it's make. always like, well, I only have three, so I got to make them perfect. And what do I want? And then somehow they flub it and, and they end up flubbing one or two. <laughs> oh, and, you know, we were talking about this in friend time about writing stories, having material out there that really talks about this information and about real life stuff. Cause we all have really great art of allowing stories. Even if, I, I mean, I feel like if, if I had the ability, you know, the most cynical person who's like, ah, oh, that's just a load of bull. And then we really got the dirt on their entire life story. Everybody has a, a you know, multiple experiences where they wanted something and they, it showed up in this weird, bizarre way they could not possibly explain. Um, I mean, the, the other thing that, um, uh, just, just to finish the thread there, I was talking about with the, with the secret movie and everything. So I saw the version of the secret without Abraham and Jerry and Esther. Uh, but then a couple of years later, whenever it came out, I saw the, um, I got on DVD, the film, uh, You Can Heal Your Life, which was made by Hay House and Louise yeah, Hay. Right. And they put um, Esther, Jerry, and Abraham in there the way that Esther, Jerry, and Abraham wanted to, uh, which probably is probably like in the original version of The Secret. You see, you start out with Esther and Jerry just being themselves, and then mm -hmm. Esther actually welcomes, you know, she she describes it, welcomes Abraham in, and I, and then Abraham talks a lot, and I remember watching that and going well, this is some fucked up shit. Like, it's <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> uh, what is going on? Because it is this thing. It looks like, I mean, frankly, it looks like a parlor trick. Yeah. Uh, you know, Esther does this thing where she, she, as she says, she gets quiet. I mean, she sort of relaxes her body. She closes yeah. her eyes, yeah. sort of welcomes this energy in. 
And when I saw her do that in the chair, I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? (laughs) What year did that movie come out in? Uh, I would say prop. I was going to guess two years later, but uh, maybe it was longer than that. Um, I'll, I'll search for that next time you're talking. But um, uh, the weird thing was as soon as Abraham, you know, arrived or whatever, or like you yeah, know, yeah. playing Abraham, every freaking word out of her slash their mouth just felt like, whoa, that is universally true. Mm-hmm that is there is something inside me that's like that is universally true like that's just true like it was that is how we know because of how it feels like everyone listening you know i talk about this all the time with clients and with other people is like listen to your gut listen like pay attention that's our intuition that is spirit coming down and talking to us you know, like I've multiple times I've said things on here and I'll go, oh, I got chills up my legs. You know, um, those things are like when I hear stuff and it lands, it feels true. I feel it in my body and it feels good. And when I know something's off, I can feel it in my gut, too. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It's like listening to those moments and then acting on them if if it is in our highest good because so many of us don't and then we're like i should have how many times have i said oh people have said oh i should have listened i knew that's another thing that most people have multiple experiences throughout their lives again if they were going to be honest and tell us everything um of that of having like this gut feeling ignoring it and then something not great happening you know or and sometimes the opposite where they just have a gut feeling to do something that feels out of left field, totally crazy, but they do it and it works out. And yeah. Yeah. the you can hear the life movie came out one year later, two, okay. two thousand. Cool. But I just, um, yeah, I mean, but the other thing too is, you know, I I was I have a naturally cynical mind at times, and the thing that amazed me about um, Abraham, the whole channeling thing, which is like again, if 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 somebody channeling you know something from beyond the physical world is too weird for you that's fine you know like i'm not going to argue with people but it's super cool because gaia has stuff on that now i was seeing that on my youtube feed too and they were talking about channeling and how it works and everything so um i should say i mean i think everybody knows but we're not sponsored at all we're not making money (laughs) (laughs) not paying us um but um but the thing is like I, so I watched, um, you know, I watched video after video and then I listened to video after video and I listened to the books, you know, on audiobooks and stuff like that. And it's just like every single time, every single time I hear Abraham talk, I get that same exact feeling that like true. That is absolutely true. And Abraham also was able is, is able to explain some things about the law of attraction. I feel like are subtle and are kind of a little more advanced to try to understand um, that the secret just doesn't have time to cover basically that that was working for me like like the secret really doesn't talk about resistance that much they basically just talk about what is the law of attraction and and they talk about it from a perspective of when 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 the law of attraction brings you what you want kind of you know that's what they or how or how to create what you want one of the ways to create what you want they have a limited amount of time and i understand that but but 
I, once I watched The Secret and before I discovered Abraham, I was having this experience of like practice, trying really hard to work with the law of attraction on my own. And sometimes it working great and sometimes it not working at all. And me being very confused by that, which mm -hmm. again could loop me back to, oh, this is all just baloney because sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But Abraham was the one that educated me about resistance. And I'm like, that's what I have. I have resistance. Like, <laughs> I have resistance. Like, and once I learned that, I was attracting way more of what I wanted into my life because I'm like, oh, I get it. It's not just about visualizing what you want and, and you know, and just like into waiting for it to show up. It's like I've got a that, you know, Abraham talks about this a lot and it just cleared it right up for me of like how the, it is a three step process, but we have it backwards. And you talk about this a lot too, about how like when we have it, when we see something like if we see the, the car that we really want as our next car. You're like, oh my gosh, that's the next car I want. The actual creation of that for us into our life has already happened. That then that's a weird concept for people too. That is so amazing. I just think it's amazing. You know, it's already there. The so so what we think is step three, which is like the thing being made for us or whatever. Right. That's actually step one. Steps and. Yeah. and Two and three is like really about us just welcoming it in. Oh, it's like the hard. I keep hearing Abraham say over, you've already done the hard work, which yeah. is living the contrast. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's like, I don't even have to go out and make it happen or figure out how Like it's done. All I got to go, go do is like, they were like, if you like to get your nails done, go get your nails done. If you like to dangle your feet in the water, go do that. If you, you know, whatever it is, go do it. It's it done. That's and it's so contrary to what we're told as human beings that you got to make it happen. You got to struggle. You got to sacrifice. And, that, you know, it's all up to you. And flip side, the flip side of that is that what we're told see, sounds logical, but a lot of times it's not, you know, like that you can go out and make something happen. I just think about we're talking about, you know, filmmaking and everything with the secret. If you want to make a you know, if you want to become a filmmaker, there are things you can do on your own to help that along. You can go to film school. You can learn how to, you know, shoot and edit and whatever. But then you 100% cannot make a movie all by yourself. I don't care if it's like a six minute short film. You need somebody around the camera. You need somebody to have the microphone holding over the actor. You need an actor. You need, you know, maybe you write it and direct it. That's fine. But like, and, and you act in it, but unless it's just a film about one character, which I, you know, you need other, like you need, and I, when I think about like a Hollywood film set and how many, like hundreds of people, you have caterers preparing the food for people to eat on their lunch breaks. You have all this, I mean, just microphones, all this stuff. Like, even if you're the most brilliant writer, director in the world, you still need like 300 people to show up every day and work 16 hours straight and get the light right and all this other stuff and, you know, quiet everybody down until the airplane flies by all these things, you know, there's no way we do anything on our own. So we're obviously in this process of like exchange, you know, moving into the world and like attracting things, you know, and, and not attracting other things, and all that sort of stuff. So that, I mean, I think I, it's funny because what people say is logical is that like, well, if you want something, you have to go out and make it happen yourself. And it's like, I think that's a, it's just like, it's just a flawed premise. Like the, you're an important part of it for sure. Like if you're not, if you want something and you're not in the equation, that won't work, but it's, it's not, it's never just you by yourself 
grabbing something out in the world, wrestling it to the ground and be like, I freaking did this. You know, even, you know, I, I think of the story of uh, Kurt Cobain, who's a musician I admire from the band Nirvana in the 90s. You know, and I mean, he he kind of did that. He was like sending his demo tape for Nirvana to all these record labels and they're all rejecting him. And he was mad and he would send it again and get madder, you know, whatever. And it's like, he couldn't make it happen. And then randomly some some record label dude he didn't even know existed showed up at one of his shows they played a great show and he was like, Hey, I want to sign you to the label. And like literally Kirk Cobain had never heard of that label before. So it's like, really? So we had all that resistance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, and then for whatever reasons. And I, you know, earlier when you're talking, I think of cooperative components. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think, you know, we could talk about this next time in the episode is like all cooperative components have been gathered. They're in the vortex. I'm the only holdout because I'm thinking like, where is he? Or I can't afford that, or I don't know how to do that, or how is it going to happen? You know, I'm the only holdout. Everybody's over there waiting for me. All that stuff is waiting for me, and I'm here going, yeah, but blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. go relax and enjoy yourself. Exactly. Great discussion. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you got something out of our discussion here. Uh, remember. At this time, which is September of 2023, we're posting a brand new episode for you every single Monday morning. Uh, we truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast. Um, all of that helps other people find it um, who we need to attract as listeners and viewers. <laughs> um, all our links and our email address are in the doodly-doo down in the YouTube version below. We wish you a happy and abundant week, and we look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.